welcome Blood Brothers and Sanguine Sisters to Deeply Discussing Dexter. I'm your host, Dale Maxfield. I'm joined by Aaron Caldwell. Hello. Brooke Merritt. Hi. And Zach Rowland. Hey, hey. And today we're discussing Season 7, Episode 8, Argentina. On this episode, the kids are back. Dexter and Hannah check in every five to seven minutes of screen time. Isaac and Quinn have bad days with the Koshka Brotherhood. And Deb reveals a terrible, terrible secret. What did you guys think of this episode overall? This episode is so good. All because that storyline comes full circle with Deb. Like, Shut it, up! It's good you're just saying revisit. that. <laughs> you're just saying that to make me angry. I, just stop I it. I so believe this. I so believe everything I'm saying. It, it was a fine episode. I actually do like Isaac as a character, so I, I like that we get a little bit more of him. Yeah, I don't yeah. think this episode is ruined by Deb's reveal. I think it's a pretty strong episode overall, and I think if anything. The reveal is nice because it does introduce a little bit more of that conflict. It does resolve that part of Deb's story, and it's nice to finally have that out of the way. So, yeah, I'm going to agree. I've changed directions again. Once they, the Dexters always keep moving in, in different ways, and this way is a, a good way for me. So, um, yeah, I liked it. I thought this one was slightly less than okay. Um, which is, you know, everything's just okay now. It had some decent points to it, but just, of course, we all know how I feel about the Deb storyline. Uh, but beyond that, just bringing the kids back in just is, at this point is just, I don't know, it just feels like filler to me. So that's always going to knock it down a notch because we forget they exist for a season or two. And then, oh, wait, there's these kids. And now they've gotten awkward and become worse at acting and, that's, that's that. I don't know. I mean, that that uh, Harrison in that blue bucket hat on the beach, just with that <laughs> look on his face. Oh, sold it's it so, for you. It's so adorable. I'll take that every day. Okay, but I'm and I'm also really <laughs> annoyed with Jamie always doing everything. Well, of course, she's the everything. best nanny. I really want to know how much he pays her because it is not enough. Eleven fifty an hour. I looked it up online. <laughs> driving to Orlando <laughs> to pick up the kids. Uh, that's just a lot. That's a lot. I'm sure it's less than what he paid Maria Doyle Kennedy. Or at least the show <laughs> pays less than they paid Maria Doyle Kennedy I wonder if they get to drive mileage. to Orlando. <laughs> did did just she get, at least get mileage? Probably not. She probably had to drive her own car. No mileage. <laughs> and I'm going to say it. I'm just going to say it. Dexter is a terrible father. That's it. <gasps> I think it's funny he's, that he's horrible. <sighs> he sucks. That I think the so the the Deb loves the kid or Deb loves Dexter storyline was part of season six, and I feel like it's it's maybe been longer than that since the kids have been on the show. So it feels like they're just bringing a bunch of stuff back that haven't been here for a while. Um, yeah, but it's a I mishmash. was. I, after getting over the shock of like, wow, it's been two years and all of these child actors have aged, um, I was happy to see them back on the show. I like the kids. I would like them if if they were utilized normally, but just every season or two, let's just mention there's these kids that he's dropped and it's just, 
they could have done so much with it. Now it's just like, okay, we just need to find an excuse to talk about Aster smoking pot. The last season, they had one episode with Aster. Was that was last one, season? Yeah, it was the one where she actually had kind of a subplot or a storyline because um, she came to the house and found Lumen there. But they were like, that would have been season five. Yeah, that's that season five. Yeah, that's what oh, I was just right. trying to think of. Yeah. yeah. So, it, yeah, it has Se- been that long. Mm-hmm. And season even longer six. since we saw Cody. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, they, neither of them were in season six. Harrison was in season six because he was the kidnapped child at the end. Right. Based, based on the growth yeah. rate of Harrison from baby to toddler, shouldn't he be like 24 at this point? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I just you were mentioning uh Harrison's bucket hat, Zach, and Yeah. I had I had the impulse watching this episode. I do not have this kind of time or energy, but I really want to recut the opening theme song of Dexter and turn it into a show about Harrison that's just <laughs> different shots of Harrison doing things like slowed down so it looks creepy, but he's always got <laughs> that goofy smile on his face. Yeah. Just, You'll have time someday. One of these days. <laughs> I made that Law & Order SVU thing nine years ago, so who knows? It could yeah. happen. Um, but there's an episode here. So Hannah and Dexter make omelets with... <laughs> <laughs> Hannah and Dexter make omelets with Hannah's special garden herbs and Dexter's cleaver-dized cucumbers. Literally taking his life into his own hands each time he sees this woman. <laughs> like yeah. He had his chance to kill her. He did. Hannah talks about how her outdated calendar with a picture of Argentina always seemed like a nice place to call home. Um, The way I worded it makes it sound like she wants to live in the calendar, um, but (laughs) you get the point. Uh, Dexter meets with Deb to try and talk her down from killing Hannah. Despite Deb laying out the case, Dexter refuses to kill Hannah. Deb is hurt. It took a lot for her to decide to ask Dexter to kill Isaac loses his tail and heads off to get rid of Dexter. Dexter explains to Harry that he has the coordinates of where Isaac is from the police tail at the donut shop. He drops his keys and as he bends to pick them up, he serendipitously dodges a bullet fired by Isaac from the street. Isaac fires and misses twice more before driving off. And then the donut shop guy's like, those dang gang members. (laughs) Again, man, we get shot up every week, man. A donut shop? <laughs> maybe maybe it's because your glazed is garbage. <laughs> they want to see those jelly donuts bleed, man. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think anybody asked Dexter about the new fresh bullet holes in his vehicle. <laughs> eh. It's Miami. I don't know. People get shot. Um... Aster and Cody's grandfather need surgery, so Dexter sends Jamie to Orlando to pick them up. Dexter then guilts Deb into watching the kids. Because he's an awesome father. Uh, Batista (laughs) has officially bought the retirement bar and grill. It's called Papa's. Deb will not call him Papa. Dexter tries to beg off celebrating, but Batista says to bring the kids. It's a family place. Why is it called Papa's? Why isn't it called Poppy's? Isn't he Cuban? Why doesn't he change the name to whatever the fuck he wants? It's his restaurant. <laughs> I just think Papa's is a, is a very strange choice, honestly. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it is. It's, 
It's the restaurant that Papa John started after he got forced out of his company. Ah, uh, it's just called it, Papa's. I would have called it La Passion. <laughs> right? Like that is the best option. They they Eager. should go with that. This is my commercial for it. Eat your heart out at La Passion. <laughs> Try our new. But you, but you got to do the, the thing. <laughs> <that he does. laughs> Try our new Laguista style grilled cheese. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Our fajitas are hot, 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 if you know what I mean. Caliente. <laughs> um, it's making me really uncomfortable. At <laughs> <laughs> <Et> poppies. <laughs> uh,. Deb pays Hannah a visit. Hannah tries to paint herself as being in over her head when she was 15. Deb threatens to keep after her and leaves. George makes a call regarding Isaac endangering the stripping and drug running business. He offers Quinn cash to do another job for him, but Quinn declines. Jamie calls. She's about three hours away with the kids. Dexter tells her to meet up at Batista's retirement bar and grill. We see Cody, Astor, and Harrison for the first time in a while, and they look years older. Because, because they are. They are. Uh, Dexter, yeah, I, I almost wrote uh, the, the, the note that I was going to put in here, and I thought this is go- it's going to seem too mean if they read it, so I'll just try to remember it, um, is that all three of the kids look hungover, um, which is how much older they look than the last time we saw them. Like, it looks like they just fell out of bed, and they're really not having a good time. Been out on benders, all of them. Those that year not working was rough on them, man. Yeah, like Aster has so much eyeshadow on, it's kind of ridiculous. And yeah, I feel like Jamie should have been like, "Yeah, I told uh, uh what's the boys or not Harrison um, Cody, Cody." Yeah, I feel uh, she, I told him about the big gulp, but now he's gonna have to pee back into the same cup he drank it out of. <laughs> <laughs> she was very upset about that. Yeah, it was like that big gulp. Like, Jamie hasn't well, seen those kids in, like, two years, and she's already yelling at him for drinking a soda? Well, yeah, they're they're bitching about having to make a pit stop, and I'm like, do you know how far of a drive it is from Miami to Orlando or and back? Like, you're, you're not doing that without at least one or two pit stops, especially with little kids. And Harrison would definitely need to stop at least every two hours. Uh, He's, like, still in diapers. Face. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I got something for you, Jamie. <laughs> I got something right here. <sighs> Cody's been smelling it for the last half hour, but I bet you can smell it now. Uh, so uh, do do do. Dexter goes to hide out at Victor's apartment where Isaac is staying and runs into another assassin. Dexter kills the assassin and runs off as the gunshot scared a dog. So, don't want to be found out, found out by a scared dog. Might call 911, you never know. LaGuardia finds out that Dexter moved away from his boat slip in May of 2007. It's like, man, this is taking her forever. She is one shitty detective, but it's keep, <laughs> it's still moving. Like at least she's actually investigating stuff. What what does anybody <laughs> else at this place do? Uh, well, Deb watches the kids now. Apparently, <laughs> that's true. So, who doesn't watch Dexter's kids? Strangers Dexter. on the street. Just 
The answer Dexter is Dexter. Is the <laughs> one who doesn't watch Dexter's kids. Um, Dexter, Jamie, and the kids are at the retirement bar and grill. Esther is denied a mojito. She's not happy about it. Aster and Cody snipe at each other until Cody reaches over and reveals Aster's weed stash. Deb hides it because there's cops there after all, and Aster storms off. Dexter and Deb have a coded talk with Aster about not getting into vices, which is really Dexter's way of telling Deb why he won't kill Hannah for her. Dexter, Some solid parenting. Yeah. So let's not be direct with my teenage daughter who's smoking weed. But let's give Aster a little bit here. Both of her parents were murdered. Her mm. stepfather abandons her, like, oh, your mom died. Okay, bye. And just kind of drops her. I probably need to smoke a lot of pot, too. That's but, why I like having Brooke here is because she really brings it home for all of us. Like she's just like the voice of reason that's just like, you guys are crazy and really think about these things. Well, I was going to say she, counterpoint. I would totally let her smoke pot. I was going to say counterpoint. Aster's parents both live in Miami. And that people do get people murdered in Miami. People die in Miami and some of them are murdered. Um, that's true. So, that's true. You know, in Orlando, everybody's perfectly safe. They just smoke pot sometimes. Um, and fill diapers. And I'm not just talking about Harrison. Lots of old people there. Um, so, uh, Dexter puts all the kids to bed in Deb's room because he's an asshole and he goes to run <laughs> off. Deb thanks him for not killing Hannah. She's decided it was a rash idea. Dexter goes to visit Hannah. He doesn't know what the term booty call means. He tells her that Isaac is trying to kill him. Hannah encourages Dexter to dig deeper into Isaac's motive to kill him. Hannah loans Dexter her van. They kiss, and Dexter says that he's never been able to talk to anyone about his kills before. Hannah is tired of talking and decides to demonstrate what a booty call is. I have a quick story. Um, I was in. Everybody wants to hear about your booty call. It's going to be about Zach not knowing what a booty call is. Cool story. (laughs) No, no, no. no, I know what a booty call is. Um, I was in a relationship with someone once. My first long-term serious relationship, where she was adamant about not having intercourse, and I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, sure, sure, sure." But then, you know, as (laughs) as teenagers, no problem. Yeah, right, no big deal. (laughs) As teenagers are, you know, things start going into things, and you know, it is what it is. And the next thing you know, you are having intercourse or the sex as Dale likes to call it. Well, uh, I mean, that is what things going into other things is. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. But we decided to call it booty. That was our <laughs> slang term for sex was booty. So for three years, we weren't having sex and we would legit tell people we weren't having sex, but we were <laughs> lots of it. And we would just say booty instead. Okay. You call it by something else, it negates what it actually is. It doesn't, <laughs> that's, that doesn't that's like, work. That's extra fucked up because <laughs> if I had been your friend at this time and you had told me this, I'd be thinking, oh, she's saving her vaginal virginity. They're just having oh. booty. Right, right. Yeah, just lots of lots of anal. But here's the thing: we never did the anal. It was it was a no it was a no go zone for the anal. It was it was just front booty. But front my, booty. My question is: is like you 
you covered up sex with a word that is often used for sex. It's like, we didn't very have subtle. sex. We had the hey. sex. Hey, we man. Sex. We were just Yeah, that's boning. as convincing as the sex. I was too young. I, I didn't care. It was, a, it was whatever it was. I was just happy to be getting laid. <laughs> no, sure, sure. This isn't sex. No, sure, sure. <laughs> That's, yeah, pretty much. So what you're saying is you actually originated the term booty call. <laughs> yes. So I know what the booty call is. Yeah. Once upon a time. Well, he, he was just calling it booty. <laughs> yeah. Which right. is like, it sounds more like Zach's version of just the tip. <laughs> like... <laughs> What's this? Uh, What's the quotation marks? Come on, just <laughs> just a tip. That's a, that's a thing. Or soaking, <laughs> soaking. When you get really really weird and bizarre, going to like soaking, which is like the uh, the Mormon version of just a tip, mm. where you put that it sounds... in and you don't move it. Oh, <laughs> it's leg- like legitimately a thing. I, uh, I have I learned like... something today. This is but, good. Uh, I'm so glad I learned this. This My Google search history is going to be terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Just leave it in there. Don't move. Don't touch it. Just leave it soaked. You you save a lot of uh, save a lot of money on on videos because you don't really need a video to to show soaking. (laughs) It's just a still image. Uh, I thought you were gonna say. I thought you, were, I thought you were gonna say you save a lot of money on car insurance by just soaking. <laughs> that works too. Geico is surprisingly cool about soaking. <laughs> that little gecko is a Mormon. I, you know. Very educational. Uh, Nadia tells Quinn that she only has a few more years before she ages out of stripping. <laughs> she asks Quinn not to promise to do anything for them, any uh, them, anything else, not to do anything else for them again. She goes to take a shower, and Quinn arrives. No, uh, she goes to take a shower, and George <laughs> arrives. He shows Quinn that they recorded their prior deal conversation. George asks Quinn to protect a drug drug shipment from Jesus Christ. George asks Quinn to protect a drug shipment from the police, just like he used to, or else the recordings will be released. Isaac and young have found the body of the dead assassin. Young identifies him as one of George's men. Isaac figures out that George must have had permission from Kiev. Isaac calls the police to investigate the assassin's murder, and he sits on the couch right by the body as Miami Metro, including Dexter and Batista, work the scene. Isaac's police escort alibis him out for the time of death. Isaac is keen to hear Dexter's theory of what happened, as he's pretty sure Dexter is the killer. Yeah, I, I, I like this scene. I really thought it was, was like, oh, that's a fun choice to have him call in a murder and then have Dexter be at the scene of the crime and then him just sit there like a boss and just be like, yeah. <laughs> Blood work, am I right, guys? <laughs> yeah, in, in the pantheon of like things that would never happen. We're just yep. going to let him sit there while we have this, uh, <laughs> we investigate this murder that happened in his house. Yeah. Um, Jamie is at the beach with the kids. Dexter walks up with a popsicle for Harrison. Asks her Mrs. Rita. She's worried that if her grandparents find out about her drug use, they will think she's turning into her father. Dexter reassures her that her secret is safe. 
He's like, don't worry, we are a family full of secrets around here, you know? Yes. Um, Your aunt's a hot dog stand. God! <laughs> <laughs> Any opportunity. Anna calls. She left the keys to her greenhouse in the van. Dexter can't come to her, so she meets him on the beach. Dexter points out his kids and nanny. Hannah talks about how she wants to have kids at one point or wanted to have kids at one point. I like how she just looks over and sees Jamie and she's like, oh, I should have known. Just like, yeah, yeah Dexter's just a, a, a baller like that and just has like kids and extra women around. And yeah, you know. Dexter's the but, player. Yeah. On that, on that massive civil servant salary. <laughs> yeah. Little does he little does she know that he's like paying Jamie's entire salary. He's paying Jamie's entire way. He also has two apartments and a house. Yeah. I don't know if he does he still have the house? I think the house is gone. Um yeah. He he still does. You find that out next season. <laughs> okay. Awesome. <laughs> Good. That fucking house. That's been gone for like a season two and <laughs> We get it About back. as important as the kids. Like no set, no set will be destroyed until we're absolutely sure there's no more Dexter. Showtime still probably still has the whole thing. Like, come on back, guys. We can make more. Um, Dexter arrives at Dubs, and she ends up recognizing Hannah's keychain because whatever. Um. Dexter admits that he partially wouldn't kill Hannah because they're fucking. Deb asks if his attraction is based on her being a serial killer. Dexter denies helping Hannah kill Sal. Deb gets upset. She admits to Dexter that she went to the church at the end of season six to tell him that she's in love with him or was. Now she doesn't even know if she likes him. She says, it's one thing to be in love with your brother, but it's a whole other thing to be in love with your brother. Who's a goddamn serial killer. You're a serial killer, and I'm more fucked up than you are. Dexter apologizes. He doesn't know what else to say. Deb sends him away. <laughs> the classic, just dumbfounded, I don't know what to say. Oh, we've seen it, it so many like times she, before. It's like I, that time where she she was like, I, just, I need a table, and you're a chair. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> what? This, time, this time he was a baby chair. I have to believe the expression on his face was the actual expression on Michael C. Hall's face when he read that's what they were doing with this this storyline. Yeah. Well, like, he, he says he's sorry, and then, like, they're both just kind of staring at each other, and it feels like like maybe that I'm sorry was in the script, but then they, they take it further, and he's just like, I don't, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's over. Thanks. <laughs> And scene. So my uh, my wife and I were talking about this, but we were trying to figure out when the divorce was happening. Do you guys know if this is around the time they were still together? Were they going through the divorce? They were not together by this A couple point. of years. Yeah, a couple of years later, maybe, right? I think they got divorced right after season five. That's what I thought. Yeah, they were they were only together for about a year. Ah. Uh, and, and I don't know that, like, they were... They were married longer, like they weren't together the entire time they were married, which is usual, right? You don't usually get divorced like the second you decide you're not wanting to be married anymore. 
So I don't. I feel like it was not. It was months after, within months of them getting married, that they decided they weren't going to stay together. Um, and I don't think any of that had anything to do with the Deb character falling in love with the Dexter character. Like I don't think yeah. they were putting that together just so those two actors would have a reason to have a romantic relationship. Right. And that, that, that's not what we were, we were discussing. It was just simply the fact of her acting during this, like felt so emotional that like she's had these conversations with him before in real life. So it, it seemed easy to transfer them to the character in, in like how she was being emotional. Like it was, she was really good. Like yeah. she, like she was feeling it personally. Yeah. They exact. Yeah. December of 2010. Yeah, and this was 2012. Because the right. rumors were that uh, that Julia Stiles caused it, so it was while they were filming that season. So, uh, yeah. Um, mm. Harry berates Dexter for following Isaac around after what just went down with Deb. Dex plans to M99 Isaac and pretend to escort his drunk friend out. Two men obviously pretend to kiss in the corner. Is like the worst fake kiss I've ever seen. Uh, it takes Dexter a few more lines of dialogue from Isaac, though, to figure out that Isaac is gay. Isaac reveals that he and Victor were secretly a couple. Isaac philosophizes about love for what seems like forever and eventually leaves. And then Quinn is shown protecting the shipment. LaGuardia is seen at Dexter's current slip for the slice of life. Aster and Deb smoke weed together and Dexter returns to Hannah while talking about how everyone needs their Argentina. End of episode. Hooray. (laughs) (laughs) Kids are cheering in the background. (laughs) We set off for the record. That is like, like a story above and way over. So (laughs) (laughs) like the other end of the house above me. That's so funny. Uh, this was directed by our good friend Romeo Tyrone, the cinematographer for seasons one through six. He was nominated for a primetime Emmy for the season two finale, The British Invasion. And this is his first episode back as director since the series highlight season six, episode seven, Nebraska episode. You uh. <laughs> Highlight according to who? According to this podcast. Uh, it was written by Erica hmm. Lazan Mittman, who previously was a writer on South of Nowhere. On Dexter, she wrote one episode for season six through eight, co-produced season seven, and produced season eight. And afterwards, was a writer on Elementary and Timeless. What was the best line of the episode? Closed my list, but that was not a line from the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong episode. Uh, Wrong episode, Aaron. I, I had two. I'll go ahead, Aaron. Go ahead. I had two because I just couldn't. I couldn't choose. So I had uh, maybe I can show you what a booty call is from Hannah, which we all already had our yeah <laughs> yeah discussion about. I'll show you what booty is, Hannah. Uh, You've ruined the word booty <laughs> for me. Great. <laughs> like and pirates make me ill again. now. Yeah. Well, I'm going to that- go home and be like, I'm going to go put these dishes in here to soak. This <laughs> 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 just ruined everything. Don't uh, talk about baby shoes around Zach, man. Yeah. 
My other one was uh, reading Dr. Seuss books out loud is really fucking hard. Deb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Dexter's response to that is, huh, sorry I missed that. Yeah. I actually went with a uh, rare sentimental line. I went with the uh, everybody wants in Argentina, a place where the slate is wiped clean, but the truth is Argentina is just Argentina. I actually kind of liked that sentiment. Yeah. I went with you're a serial killer and I'm more fucked up than you. (laughs) It's just (laughs) a perfect Deb line. Well, it's true in this case. (laughs) I mean... Based on what the show is telling us, it's true in this case. So, uh, How about the worst line of the episode? I did not actually write down a worst line. Uh, call me Papa. <laughs> <laughs> I put, I need to find a way to get her out of Deb's head, even if she is still in mine. That just sounded so hokey to me. Uh, and the performance of the episode. I went with Deb on this one. I gave it to Isaac. I also gave it to Isaac. Even though the scene in the, the bar, the the most of the content was pretty bad, he was actually really good. Yeah, I thought Hannah had it until the end of the episode. And then we had Deb and Isaac both back-to-back just turning in awesome... Awesome scenes. Yeah, despite the things they were talking about, those two performances, <laughs> yeah. those two performances I, alone were very powerful. They really sold that trash. I couldn't <laughs> yeah, give Deb did. anything for that. I couldn't give it to Deb, no matter what. <laughs> I mean, it could have been Meryl Streep doing uh, the whole In Love with Dexter storyline, and I, I could not do it. I think I would have to disagree. <sighs> I don't think no. it could be Meryl Streep doing that because <laughs> Meryl Cause Streep wouldn't. wouldn't do that trash. <laughs> Valid point. Although Mama Mia stands as a as an objection to my whole logic there, so never mind. Mm. Fuck mm. that movie. <laughs> Fuck that movie. But the sequel was fantastic. God. I'm just kidding. I didn't see it. <laughs> I like myself too much for that. The sequel's like somehow... It's somehow better and somehow worse at the same time. I get it. You're like, you actually forced yourself to watch it? I did, because we had so much fun riffing the first one that I was like, maybe this is this is doable? No. No, it's not. And Meryl Streep is not in the second one. She, she learned. They, they sort of like oh. hint about it in the marketing, but uh, they only show her like in flashback scenes. So they sort of work around the fact that she's not there. Um, the second one takes place in both, uh, both the time after the first movie and is a prequel to the first movie in that it shows Meryl Streep as a Meryl Streep's character as like at the 20 something when she was actually meeting the guys for the first time. And that character is played by Lily James, who can actually sing, which is nice. So there's like a whole, they basically double the cast because they have an entire young version of the cast and an old version of the cast to tell all of the missing story elements from Mamma Mia. 
So sounds great. Glad you watched it, so we don't have to. Thank you. That's a different podcast. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Thanks for talking about Dexter and for not talking about Mamma Mia. And we will see you on the next deeply discussing Mama. I mean, Dexter. (laughs) 